What's up, guys, and welcome back to Steady Talk Podcast. Um, appreciate you guys tapping back in. Super excited for the guest that we have out this week, um, a young fella uh, who's been putting in the work, um, pursuing, um, I guess, just really a, a hobby at this point of like powerlifting and stuff like that, or is it something that you want to kind of move forward in with, you know, like potential career choice down the line, or I guess it would just be more so like as a hobby on side and stuff like that, or... I would definitely say it started out as a hobby, but now that, like, you know, I'm in this, like, qualifying for national product to meet territory, and then after yeah. that, like, getting that next level, that next, like, the master and then elite, it's, there's definitely, like, potential there to make it more than what it is. Yeah, get the name Austin Alexander out there. Yeah, for sure. Sir, People I was about to say, you need to, introduce it, you need to introduce yourself and say, oh, yeah, say I'm, who you uh, are. I'm Austin Alexander, uh, I'm 19. Jesus. USPA prodigy on the upcoming. <laughs> um, big dreams, big aspirations. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. So you literally just graduated high school last month? Uh, so I actually graduated a year early. I graduated last year. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to Maple Woods right now. Yeah. Um, at first, I was doing. I was going for HVAC certificate, but uh, but now I'm looking more on like computer science and okay. uh, stuff like that. So I know the the skill trades market right now is crazy. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, going to a trade is. Is is awesome most yeah. of the time. It was yeah, insane. They're, yeah, they're they're great and like I, great I, potential. I definitely am very glad I got like the college experience mm-hmm. in a sense. But for if it's not for people like the HVAC move or like uh, like skilled trade jobs. Yeah, they pay absolutely. I mean, they sure. they they build America. I mean, a lot of those jobs build America. So, oh, yeah. but continue going. There was um like even there was like people coming in offering jobs to people who was their first semester. Yeah. Like they were like they were fiending for people like to come work. Electricians right now are like they need people like really bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the electricians, welding, um, stuff like that. It was just crazy. Like always, people in there handing off flyers. Like yo, when you graduate, like you got a job type thing, and even like. You can come interview and come train now yeah. while you still don't have your certificate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was it was all right, but my teachers kind of the teachers I got steered me away from it. So okay, it was, it was just yeah. It's crazy how much teachers can like make or break um, certain things like that. Mm-hmm. Like all it would take is like one bad. I guess more so like in college, you have like one bad professor, and it could just completely change. Like even in sports, yeah. Or like weightlifting or things like that one coach that just like rides your ass all the time or you know like always i mean always i mean coaches that can always bring you down or just maybe not understand you on a coaching level too mm-hmm. because yeah. every kid everybody learns differently so like yeah. your coach can't recognize that like it, it might work for 10 kids but it might it's not going to work for the yeah. 11th guy so yeah and their coaching style like i had a soccer coach growing up who was like if i'm not yelling at you at the top of my lungs and like I don't care about you pretty much anymore yeah and so I understood that when he would like you know uh, like get on me and stuff but mm-hmm. some people just like can't take that and so from there it, it, it can either make them or, or break them but um so did you like play football and stuff in high school yeah so um you already like yeah athletic lifting and yeah, stuff yeah. like that uh growing up football um went from you know, flag football to to the actual, the real thing with the pads, helmets, uh, tackle football. Remember, I played a couple little leagues, and then I actually played for a traveling team, and we went and won a, a state title. That was pretty cool. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Um, 
you know, high school came around. I played my freshman year, sophomore year. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't want to play anymore, so I stopped. But then the, uh, my coach was like, like just, you might as well just come back. Like, yeah. So I did, and then I played my junior year, and then I ended up graduating, and it didn't, it didn't go anything past that. Um, yeah. I wasn't some like five star yeah. <laughs> recruit that that's coming out of North Kansas City now. So yeah. some of these kids that are coming out there, yeah, it's insane. You got a friend that that's going to the the league, right? Or he got um, he went to a Division One. Oh yeah, I played with him. He's a. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- well, at first he didn't even want to go play college ball. He didn't want to really? play ball in college. Okay. He just wanted to go just so he could get his degree and get a job. Got it. Got it. But now he's like. Hold on, like this shit can actually happen, like. But I, I do want to ask a question though. Um, so what I, what I learned from from football was kind of how to weightlift and stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to get into. Did you take? Is that where you first kind of experienced learned how to weightlift? Because that's what taught me was was football practice or sports in general for for anybody like. That is where you kind of developed that first sort of habit and routine and team yeah. bonding as well. So is that where you got your first exposure to weights or like athletic training? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Um, the first time I lifted with that with the team was in the before they remodeled the gym completely um, in the in the little uh, like I don't even know what it's called. It's just some like beater room with all a bunch of like that's messed what, up machines and that's what I had too. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> My first day, we were lifting in the summer. Some kid split his finger, like, from the tip down to the knuckle. Because he was squatting, like, six plates. And I was like, damn. And he, like, like let it go. And yeah. Somehow, like, mm. yeah. I was honestly, like, I was done there. Like, I was like, man, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I can't <laughs> let that happen to me. <laughs> and then I got over it, obviously. So, um, here now. But, yeah, definitely, like, man, that feeling when I finally hit that three-plate squat my junior year. Mm-hmm. That think I think honestly that is what really like propelled it. I think that is what really got me going into like okay, well next step's four, yeah. and now I'm like all right, okay. next step's five. Okay, yeah. I so, feel like that's definitely the thing about like powerlifting is like you hit that certain mark. For people that just chase like aesthetics or like someone for myself, I don't really care being being like super strong. Yeah. Like of course I would love to be, but I care more so just like how I look like aesthetically. So it's hard to like really because I don't like max out mm-hmm. on a lot of stuff so yeah. um, some days I'm just like man I really just don't feel like going to the gym okay. but I feel like when you're a power lifter like you're always fiending for like that next the next number the next number yeah you know? don't get me wrong I mean there's definitely there's definitely those days yeah, definitely like, those uh, days what, what's unique about powerlifting from the numbers standpoint of things is yeah. the way it lays your goals out right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why it gets so addicting to mm-hmm. so many people. Like, I'm not a big guy, so I probably won't power lift, but that's what – is that what captures it? I'm sure there's multiple elements to it, but I always wonder, is it the, is it that constant goal and that number that you're chasing like you were talking about? And it, it already lays it out for you. Right when you join, they're like, okay, here you're, here you're here's where you are. Here's where you want to be. Let's get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Definitely for me, it was a it was a number thing. Um, you know, I I'm a little bit bigger, uh, competing at like 110 kg, so it's like 240 class. But yeah. um, so sitting in like sitting in that weight class, seeing like, well, when some of these guys are you know in this weight class, they're not 18, 19, not even really 22 years old. So it's like there's not really a lot of competition directly, but not saying 
that there's no point to compete, right? So even if like there's no competition, there's still always like it's 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 always a numbers thing for me. Like right now, like right now I'm chasing a thirteen hundred total. Next is fourteen, then fifteen. Like yeah. a lot of the coaches that I was talking to, like their first professional total was fifteen hundred, and they didn't hit that until they were like twenty one, twenty two. Yeah. So I'm like. I'm kind of right there on that border, and not, I just turned 19 years old. So See, it's, you made a good point about what you were talking, uh, how you were going about saying there's no competition. There is, mm-hmm. but you're also kind of making yourself a veteran faster than anybody else because you're going to these competitions, and you might be winning, but you know there's better out there, mm-hmm. but you're still exposing yourself and getting uncomfortable by going to these competitions where – you're actually lifting and it's regulated and things yeah. like that. So that's that's tough to do in itself is to sign up for a competition. You. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's is. not like just you and your homie late one night at the gym like OG when it's mm-hmm. you and like a few other people in there. There's like people that pay to come watch you lift heavy. Yeah. <laughs> like heavy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Like I remember about it, the first meet I went to, um, I saw this dude pull like 700 conventionally. Yeah. And I was like... <laughs> I don't think I can even hit that total with my bench squat or, Ooh. or you know, deadlift. So you say you're at what thirteen hundred right now? Uh, it's 12, like twelve sixty five. Twelve sixty five. So walk us through what you're what you're uh, what you're at right now in your so, Olympic lifts. Um, I just hit four fifty five on squat the other night. Um, on my nineteenth birthday, I hit two eighty five. I honestly think two ninety five was there, but. I took the three hundred bench press. Yeah, I took the three hundred jump, but you know it's whatever. I'll take I'll take whatever <laughs> I can get. You know, and you gotta you gotta humble yourself a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh no, all right. And I mean, I would like to say I hit five twenty five on deadlift, but uh, it wasn't locked out all the way. But definitely, like I've hit five fifteen. So so five fifteen. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll just call it. What okay. It is. Yeah. Did you um, did you always want to start out? Like, have you ever pulled conventional? Oh, yeah. That's actually what I started. Uh, okay. I started with conventional. You like, but you like sumo better? Yeah. I feel like it fits, like, my overall, like, build better. Yeah. And, like, I feel like it's easier. It's just easier for me to get in position, like... Especially for, for taller guys, I think, maybe. But, see, I like pulling conventional. Mm-hmm. But then you look like the... Some of, like, the, the older guys, like... They kind of started out in the fitness industry, like David Laid and all mm-hmm. that. Like, they were pulling sumo and stuff like that. Even you see guys on TikTok who are, like, guys who look more, like, aesthetically pleasing as, like, almost, they could be, like, a bodybuilder, mm-hmm. and then they're pulling, like, six, five, seven, eight, six, seven hundred pounds, yeah. and you're like, what the hell, you yeah. know, and that that's what blows my mind, but those are the guys that have been pulling for, like, since oh, high yeah. school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's probably, that's another big issue, like, I don't think enough high schools are implementing deadlifts. Because it's not safe. Right. It's I, honestly, I think a hand clean is more dangerous than a deadlift, personally, because there's so much that can go wrong with a hand a clean. More, a lot more movement. There's it's I th- I think a hand clean is a lot more technical. There's a lot more that can go wrong. You know, if you catch it at the bottom and you yeah. lose your ankle mobility, it's it's gone. But with you a deadlift, fall into so yeah, forward like. Dead, deadlift is a very it's it's safe when you do it right. Yeah. I think it's it's very important to be taught correctly like, than just yeah. going in there and just be like, all right, guys, we got deadlift today. It's let's just go. This is what we got. Like this, this, and this, without actually like going through and like showing like how to do it. And it was, also, it, not like not trying to pull like, every freaking forty-five in the weight room. Too. Yeah, exactly. Like, go in there, throw two plates on, 
and just do your reps the right way, yeah. more function. That's to be the best way to do it. Form. Would be all functionality. Make instead of deadlifting three by three or three by six, yeah. dead, you just make them do five by twelve, where they have to do it with mm-hmm. good weight, but. Hang clean. I also thought was a great lift as well. I mean, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I liked it, but it, like, so like powerlifting. High schools have powerlifting meets. I'm not 100 percent sure if they do deadlift or not. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know for sure they do squat bench and dead or uh, squat bench. Yeah, they might do powerlifting. And some of the some of those kids who are doing that in high school, they're going to continue to do that. But once they go into like these federations, like the USAPL or the USPA, like. Like if they continue their powerlifting, they've never deadlifted before. Yeah. But yeah. they they have these crazy squats, these crazy benches, and I feel like that's kind of where some of these guys like. I see why it's easier for some people to squat more than they deadlift. Just like if you're just a heavier set guy, and it's just you know some of these guys are just absolute units. <laughs> so it's just easier for them to put it on their back and squat it than pick it up off the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that stemmed from them playing sports in high school and not deadlifting. I that's that's kind of how I look at it because when I first started deadlifting, form was just awful. It was not there at all, and I actually started out squatting more than I deadlifted. Um, and then now, like I learned how to do it, and I've trained it more, and it's it's just blown up. I'm trying to think if when I was in high school, I don't even know if we deadlifted. It was always bench, squat, hand clean, power clean. Mm-hmm. And when you hand clean, do you squat at the? At yeah, the end. at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. you catch it, and you have to go down to parallel and stand back up. Okay. Yeah, because there would be people that like. Yeah, that would hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll. Yeah, I feel like I'm too long for that. <laughs> I don't really mess with all that. I I have nothing but respect for those dudes who do the Olympic weightlifting and are doing like five six hundred pound cleans. Like I'll just just never be able to even fathom that. Those guys got to be so explosive too. Off just like. First step quickness, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's that's like a different type of strength. Well, mm-hmm. it's just raw power. Yeah. Of just like completely jerking and because it's a full body movement too. Oh yeah. yeah. You have to be in complete unison for it to for the momentum to yeah. work. So that's that's why a lot of people say that like hand hand clean or like deadlift or like farmers carry or like if you could only do one lift for like the rest of your life, what would be the best one? Yeah, like lifts like that that incorporate. A majority of like most of your muscles. Throw pull ups on there. Yeah. Yeah. Push ups would be another good one to throw on there. I feel like at a certain point though, like push ups kind of stall out. Like, yeah. I think if you're if you're like, just doing like hundreds of push ups at once, like obviously you're gonna grow, but you're not like, like weighted push ups. Like you have to incorporate those at some point too. So change the incline. Yeah. What I get super curious about is like, um. Dudes that'll go to prison and they get out and they're ripped, and it's like I get it from the standpoint of like like you look at Gucci who went in he was like hella overweight and he came out and he was like shredded with a six pack. Yeah, he was but it's like how do how do guys build muscle mass like in the the gym like that without like nutrition? That's calisthenics, bro. That's why they're all ripped. Mm-hmm. If you want to get ripped, you do calisthenics. Like you add calisthenics into your workout. I just don't. I didn't. I didn't really. Train like Goku, you know, like that's all Goku. That's yeah. all Goku does is calisthenics, and he's the strongest man yeah. in the universe. But if yeah, for me it was like, well, if they're only eating like two or three times a day, like how does that work? But well, they pack they pack so much nutrients into like those. Yeah, when they got they're like, not they, they don't taste so. really good, but right. they're full of just tons of c- calories and carbs all just to keep them, keep them alive. So <laughs> you're the pump. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen some videos of like recording the the uh, like the yard from outside the prison. They're just in there, like no, obviously, like you've seen it in movies and stuff, but it's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I, I would assume. Yeah. All right. We're kind of going off off kilter a little bit. So <laughs> we we're just talking about. So we'll kind of throw these together. Um, what are your some biggest goals in powerlifting, and then kind of go into those, and then add this. I'd say, do you think you're going to be a pro at some point, or do you want to be a pro? Is that so? Go go ahead. Um, well, addressing the pro thing first, like hundred percent, one hundred percent. Oh, I love it. Um, there's actually a meet um, November or September twenty fourth. It's the USPA Pro. Um, the top guys, like um, the guy who co-owns SPC. He's gonna he's competing there. I think he's like top. He's like top in his weight class. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys that like are crazy on social media, uh, like Shane Hunch, Mal Brunner, like those guys are gonna yeah. be there. And those are the guys who like kind of I would say got me into it for sure. Um, so like going and seeing that, like I want to compete against them. Like like I don't want to sit there and watch them. Obviously that's that's where I'm at right now. But um, it would just be cool to go and see what the atmosphere of a of a pro meet is like. Yeah. Um, when he sent the the sign up list for like the volunteers out, I said, dude, I gotta do it. I was like, I I will I will get the work day off of work and I'll go do that. Like, I love how hungry you are, dude. It's, like, it, it, it's, have you been to a powerlifting meet? Yeah, I've been to two. It's, they're like, they're insane, they're dude. Like they're insane. Yeah, screamo music. And like, <laughs> well, this oh, last one that I did in um, April, they had like the the smoke machines coming out from like, <laughs> oh, me when you're in your rack. It was so sick. That's pretty fire. It was so That's sick. That's pretty fire. Yeah. So is it based off of um, like age or, or weight classes? Um, so you sign up for a weight class and an age class. Um, okay. And they just kind of put you wherever you Yeah. Uh, you compete, like, so what I did last time was I competed at 110 kg, which is 240, 242, but I weighed in a little bit less. Um, in junior 18, 19. So in that specific category, it was me and one other guy. Oh, okay. But overall, like there was like this amount of this amount of people in open, this amount of people in 110 kg, and this amount of people in uh, the age class. Okay, so, so, so like an open okay. where you can like pull against. Yeah, so there's a oh, the okay. open um, age classes where you compete against everybody. Oh, okay. uh, but your weight your weight group is like dedicated to like you and whoever else is in it. Okay. So, um, like I got a meet in eight weeks, so I did. Like I'm in the uh, 110 kg and then the 18, 19. I was gonna go for open, but nah, I was like last second. I was like, let me just let me just switch this real quick. Yeah, I mean, bro, you're only 19. Get your you feet wet. So yeah. much, like so much time to. For, for me, like I didn't really take weightlifting seriously until I was like 23, which I looking back on, I regret so much. Like, cause in high school we had the 6:30 weights. I'm like. I didn't play football, but like my coaches made me go in with the football team, so mm-hmm. like I'm in there as a foot fairy, you know, <laughs> trying, to, trying to lift like with the with the football team, and I was like, this shit's so dumb. Like, I don't I don't want to be here. I didn't take it seriously like at all. And I, and another thing too, I don't think they really teach, which I feel like they should nowadays, is like nutrition. But like when you're in high school, bro, as long as you just put down the calories, like you just gotta depending eat. Depending on who you are. Like, yeah. It, it's not really going to make too much of a difference, but, like, looking back on how big nutrition has been for me, like, in my weightlifting journey, it's, like, I I didn't even know, like, I was just, like, ripping, like, four things of C4 and, like, working out <laughs> for, like, three hours and then going home and, like, 
just laying around. Yeah, the the football coach like he he had a thing where you paid two dollars and you got two dollars a week and you got six six PB and J's every day for that week. PB and J's and peanut butter. I I'll tell you what that people put on so much size just because I mean one sandwich is like a couple hundred yeah a couple hundred calories four hundred probably he like told you like eat three before lunch eat two after lunch and then eat one when you get home so like he told you like how to spread it out. Um, and then you eat breakfast and lunch, and you eat dinner when you get home. So it, it was mean, a lot of that's it was a, a lot of eating. That's an easy way to add though, like two thousand calories. Peanut butter, yeah, peanut yeah. butter and jelly sand, and they go down like yeah. so easy. And you're too. you're feeding these to fourteen, fifteen, sixteen year old kids. Like they're literally it's gonna go nowhere besides their muscles. Like they're just gonna get massive. Yeah, yeah. That's, they're gonna put it down, and they're gonna be hungry again in literally thirty minutes. Yeah, exactly. Like, how that, I mean, it, it's like. and they're getting high quality protein from the peanut butter and fiber from the bread, so it's it's going nothing but yeah. good in your body. Supplement wise, like what are you what are you doing now? Um, my supplements are pretty basic. Yeah. I just multivitamin, fish oil, pre protein, creatine. Yeah. Fairly pretty simple typical. stack. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, that's that's not, and that just whole food. Mm-hmm. You don't really need like much of much of anything else. I think the fish oil for you, I heard you say fish oil, I think that's huge for you just because like you're, you're moving like heavy weight so your joints are taking a lot of, yeah. a lot of stress. Have you felt any sort of, has that bothered you? Have you felt any something like that? Probably not because you're only 19. Yeah, I haven't had any significant injuries. But like, do you feel tightness in certain, have you, have you felt that? I hope, I'm not jinxing yeah, you, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just real. making sure, I'm just wondering just if that's causing you any like adversity at all. Um, I mean, nothing besides like some minor like shoulder pain, sure. you know, just regular things. Like, um, I did, I strained my groin a couple of times in high school playing football. It's so, like, now that's that's kind of coming back, but it's not really proven to be so much of an issue because it feel it for five seconds and it goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm like trying not to, especially being so close to uh, my next meet. I'm trying not to go crazy with everything um, that I, I'm trying to prevent injury as much as possible. Because literally all I need to do is just hit what I hit in the gym and I qualify. And that's my that's right now that is the only thing that's on my mind is. Like getting done when I need to get done in eight weeks, mm-hmm. and that's like I'm tunnel visioned on that. Like that's 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 all I'm focused on. So you have like a coach and like a program that you follow, or so I don't kind of rocking. So I don't have any. I don't have a coach, um, just because coaches these days like tax. Yeah. And there's so much free info online, especially with me yeah, being young. Sure, like, yeah. I don't think I'll really need a coach until you know I'm at like that national and then that that pro level. I will definitely pick up a coach for this next. Cross my fingers, I qualify. Yeah, but um, I'll definitely pick one up for this for that national meet because um, you know I want to get a second second opinion on everything, and yeah. you know they they've been in this for so much longer than I have, so it's yeah. it's good to get some of that old uh, old wisdom in there. Yeah, for sure. Was there like a turning point in your life where like the gym became something that you were like super addicted to, or was it like because you were already playing football and mm-hmm. in the gym like? you already loving it or like did something happen when you know for some people it's you know a heartbreak or mm-hmm. like one day they just wake up and they look in the mirror and they're like you know I'm just, I want to change I, yeah yeah that it was kind of more of that like in yeah. like I didn't really care about lifting in high school until like I would say March of last year mm-hmm. um and then like I remember waking up one day and 
I was like, damn, like I feel like stepping on the scale. And I thank God I did it. Cause I, I remember I was I was like two seventy eight point something. I was like I was like, damn. I was like, I've never even touched anything with this in my life. I was like, this this is not okay. Um so my my buddy He's been, he was nagging me, nagging me, nagging me to get a, a gym membership. I was like, all right, bro, like, fine. Like, I'll go get one, like, yeah. as long as you'll go. <laughs> and then it started. <laughs> and then it all took off. Like, at first, I wasn't even focused on powerlifting. That was, that was least of my worries. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was, I, I'm not going to lie, I was, in it, I was in it for the girls, bro. I was, <laughs> I was, hey. Uh, and but then you find out real quick that, like, Majority of the people that are giving you compliments are your boys. It's dudes, yeah. <laughs> like the video, the like the Bradley Martin video, and he's like, um, what, "What is it? It's like something versus reality." And it's like the first one. It's like him and a stringer, and like the girls are like, "Oh, oh it's yeah. like reality." And the him, the boys are like feeling. Like, <laughs> yeah, I will say I've. It's definitely been a majority of like dudes, like yeah like saying like oh good shit like stuff like that but even like people I went to high school with like they're all like damn bro like that's crazy they never would have never would have thought people people never would have thought I would be where I am now a couple years ago you were 278 and now you said you're like 240 yeah the, well the lowest I got was like the lowest I've been is 225 Two, okay yeah. I was two, I was we were following his journey on his social media you can yeah. probably find it at what's well, crazy I I I like figured out kind of who you were through like Scott reposting your mm-hmm. stuff um, yeah he was because like, I, I used to go go to OG for a while mm-hmm. and so I'm sure I've, I've seen you there Probably. and stuff like that but then seeing like Scott uh, repost your stuff I was like damn this kid's like serious about his shit yeah you know yeah it, that's that's kind of where it all started um I walked in that studio for the first time. My boy Khalil, I'll never forget sure. it. Yeah, shout out. Never forget we want him on the pod too, for sure. That would be lit. Yeah. That would be lit. He's stand up guy, bro. Nothing but love for him. He's sick. He must have forgot about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about like the first time. The first time. That's what I. That's that's just where I'm. And then like. Yeah. And then you know I met everybody else there. Chandler, Tiana, um, Scott. All those dinosaurs. Oh yeah. yeah they, everybody there was super sick. And then ended up getting a couple workouts with Chandler, and that was. That was dope. I still have those posted on. I have a on my Instagram. I, my highlights. I have like a hundred day um, mm. like challenge thing. Um, so a couple times. Awesome became friends. Yeah, it was just like through that. Like, sure, when I worked there, it was me and him. I guess you know helping him as a, yeah. a as an employee, but then it kind of branched into yeah, we more got, after that. Now we're just we're just we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> it went from like me buying subs to gaming no, to yeah. going to the gym to yeah. I mean just like Crazy. just talking now he's on the podcast now I'm on the podcast <laughs> yeah but that's the thing though too about the gym it's like it can it can go like either one or two ways like it can bring people together or it could definitely push people like apart um cause uh, yeah, go, go deeper on that cause I mean I, like one thing I really like to touch on is uh, I know you're a big Joey Swole fan yeah. And so he's kind of turned his whole like social media and TikTok page into like a positivity thing. Positivity, right? yeah. Like, yeah. He'll yeah, yeah. he'll like repost people's videos of like, oh look at this idiot in the gym doing blah blah blah, and Joey's like, you know, he turns it around into like, because there's been moments where where I've seen people like doing like incorrect form or like they're 
dancing in between their sets <laughs> on like bench yeah, or something I like that. Sometimes, no. but oh, it's, yeah. it gets, <laughs> oh, yeah. it gets to the point though, like when when you've been in the gym for a while, like the, yeah, you learn the gym etiquette yeah, for it's sure. The gym etiquette, but like it's more so appreciating that the fact that they're actually there instead of out doing they're changing their life. Mm-hmm. God knows they're, they're changing their because a bad workout is honestly better than no workout. Than no workout. Mm-hmm. So, but then if it gets to the point where you're able to form like a relationship with that person or something like that then from there it can like because I know for me like I had literally no idea what I was doing in the gym um, yep. until I moved away from work and like was working like kind of in a remote office in Nebraska and then a new guy walked in to the office and was just jacked out of his mind <laughs> and I was like I need to become friends with that guy yeah. And so, uh, yeah, shout out to shout out to Travis, but he he's from from Jacksonville, Florida. He's in his mid forties, just absolutely shredded. And so I, it was very nerve wracking for me because the gym is honestly a very scary place for a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, because of like the judgment and and things like that, or like they just don't have a lot of self confidence in themselves. Yeah. And so, um, hopefully. You know that stigma. I don't think it'll ever go away, but it can definitely like be improved. It's definitely changing. They can like die out a little bit, which is yeah. good to see. I think it yeah. is changing for sure, and and um, oh, you know, of course, there are still going to be those people out there um, yeah. in the world, unfortunately. But now the gym can be such like a fantastic place to change like an entire like human being's life. It's not. And you were saying too, like you kind of started in the gym to like get girls and stuff like that. But of course. Honestly, though, too, like I'm sure you feel much better now that oh. you're not, you know, pushing to eighty. Yeah. Your confidence is higher. When your confidence is higher, like you're able to. You do you more. Know, you're happier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're you're better. You're like you're better in social settings. Like you're comfortable with talking to girls. You're talking to people that you don't know. Networking. Yeah. yeah Businessmen. Like anything and and I, that's that's something that's definitely spoke wonders for me is just like you know growing up and like getting your shit together like f- fitness is definitely one thing like just fitness and health can push you in so many more ways than just like creating a, a healthier version of yourself oh yeah and then also too people that you can meet in the gym like you know, it, it, a lot of times are going the same place you want to go or have right. already gotten there. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like, and I, I think I might have said this on the intro pod, but like w- meeting one person can literally change your like your entire life. Yeah, it is. Whether yeah, that's yeah. that person changing your life or you meeting someone and you have the ability to also change their life. Whether it's like, you know, getting them around of like, you know, maybe they don't have a lot of friends or the friends that they are hanging out with like are you know, giving them shit for going into the gym or, like, they're out doing some hood rat stuff and you're able to, like, bring them into your circle. Bring them back to reality. Yeah. And be like, hey, I see the direction that you're trying to go. If the people that you rock with, like, aren't rocking with you in that regards, then it's like, you know. Open arms, baby. We're we're here. Yeah, I mean, I've, ever since, like, I've been lifting, like, I mean, I've already got two of my buddies to start going to the gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think me and um, my boy Lucky, like, we've definitely, like, gotten a hell of a lot closer ever since, like, we started going to the gym, because... You suffer together for that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, um, he's... Suffering creates bonds. Yeah. He's gotten away from more of, like, the powerlifting, but, dude, he looks insane now. Mm-hmm. Like, he... I, I, it's insane. Like, the amount of work, like, nobody's outworking him. 
I promise you. Even, like, I like to think I do, but this dude is in there at all hours of the night. Like, he makes sure he's in there and he gets his shit done. He's going hard. Yeah. And and, he, but it pushes you, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, like that's that's kind of what I was about to get to. Like, he's been telling me, like, the last couple times, like, well, I hit 285 and that was, like, his best. So, like, now we're kind of, like, right there toe-to-toe. Um, that's the fun part. That's yeah. the best. Like, yeah, because... <laughs> That's yeah. That's the real fun part. When, like for me, all of my friends are way stronger than me, and so like, when I would get partnered with someone and they like throw two twenty five on the bench, I'm like, bro, I can barely squat that, <laughs> let alone like, you know, try to rep that out in high school. Yeah, it's always like yeah, a buck yeah. sixty five. Dude, yeah, high school. Like a slight breeze would. <laughs> the next a, a breeze. Yeah. yeah, high school was definitely crazy, especially like lifting around some of the guys who were at D1 colleges now. Like, um, yeah. uh, Dom Orange, I don't know if you know who he is, but mm-hmm. he goes to, um, I think, Iowa State. He, uh, I went to middle school with him. Went to, he's always just been the biggest dude. And I remember one day seeing him, he was like, I think he was, we were maxing out, he had like 585 on, like 16, 17-year-old kid mm-hmm. just hitting 585. Like, that is completely and utterly, that is unheard of. Yeah. And, I mean, just seeing him, like, and where he's at now, like, it's just crazy, like, growing around these people, like, growing up around them and seeing them, what they're doing now, it's just, it's just crazy, and it's crazy how you see every, like, you know, five, ten years, how a gap seems to get left by the next generation of, of athletes that come through of that certain point, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you don't know what year it is, but, like, you reach that next level, mm-hmm. and it's like, because humans, you know, we evolve to that next level, like, yeah. our bodies kids are getting stronger faster yeah. can jump higher can can move side to side faster whatever it may be it's crazy how just by humans like playing the yeah. sports mm-hmm. we've gotten even we've reached greater heights yeah. like yeah. why records are set because they're meant to be broken type thing like so like my cousin Harry yeah he's him him now at 19 is like me now at like 26 like when I was 19 I was like you know, 165 pounds, like, was just a string beat. Now you see these kids who are, like, I mean, I even, sometimes, like, I'll, I'll be watching, like, college football. Yeah. And I, <laughs> my mind fades for a little second. I see a dude that's, like, 6'8", like, 300 pounds. And I'm yeah. like, that dude's literally like 20 years old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. True freshman. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what the you know, and I'm just like, that blows my mind, like, being that big. I mean, you're no, I'd say you could, you're a good example, though. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't do what you were doing at 19. No. I wasn't even thinking I I about never, that at 19. I don't think I will ever be able to do I'll never be able to probably bench close to 300. I don't want to doubt myself. <laughs> no, you, I'll, we'll get you but, there. No way I'm pulling five, whatever, though. I, uh... I will say though, going into my freshman year, I was I wasn't even two hundred pounds. I think I was like one ninety five. Okay. Um, going into that summer, I got I got I think the lowest I got was like one eighty because of the difference in training. Just it was just a, such a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so did that, and then off season, uh, I finally was able to get a job. So I started working at McDonald's, so and that was kind of where the snowball started. Yeah. Working every day, getting those free meals, eating yeah. while I was on the clock, things like that. Like I remember going from eating super late, probably. Yeah. Too. Yeah. 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 Going from, uh, I think I was like, in the off season before I got the job, I was like close to like close to 195. Uh, the summer going into my sophomore year, I think I was close to 240. Um, 
kept working there, and then I finally quit, got my next job, and I mean, that really wasn't any better. Yeah. You know, we were, and then that's when, it got really bad when COVID, like, shut down. I worked at a senior home. So we, we went from mm-hmm. serving in the dining room to bringing trays to rooms and yeah. having hours just sit there. Yeah. So DoorDash, eating ice cream whenever we wanted, soda yeah. machines right there. Temptations. You know, exactly. It was kind of, and I, I, didn't, I didn't care. I was At that just like, point, yeah. My boys, were, my boys were, I was with them. So I was like, I worked with like five of my friends. So it was, yeah. Yeah. it was kind of just, we were all just chilling and hanging out. And we weren't, there was no really physical activity when that happened. And that is where I started to get, that's where I was pushing, um, like 250 and then it just kept going it's hugely being a pivot so early like it, it's that's what blows me away because me and Con, like I'm 25 and then Connor is 20, 20 almost 27 so yeah. like mm-hmm. and you're only 19 so it's crazy seeing that perspective because I don't know many people at your age who can see that frame of mindset and say instead of just giving up or being like, you know what, yeah. this is my life now. You're like, no, I want to change because I know if I do this now, it'll push me to be better. Mm-hmm. And I think the big thing coming from it, though, definitely was like, you know, first time I hit, um, even like, I remember my, my, my bench max in high school, we were maxing out um, 185, and mm-hmm. then my squat max was like 315. And I remember I hit that after I got some of the peach rings from S2. From the, dude, <laughs> yeah. that shit was fire. Peach rings. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think it was the. Uh, it, it's a uh, what's it called? Preface. Yep. Pre-phase, yeah. That shit. That it's was the first, strong. That was like the first time I've taken a high stem pre. Yeah. And I felt like I felt like I was like oh, a, the a whole beam. <laughs> dude. I felt like I was like ascending. It was crazy. I haven't taken pre workout in probably over a year, and I'm afraid. It's just been like a couple black coffee and some rice krispie treats, mm-hmm. but like. I've definitely gotten away from the higher stim stuff. Yeah, that stuff is just wrecking wreck yeah. my stomach, and I would well, feel like absolute ass I don't like, pre- when I got home. Either. Yeah, I just do, like, I have the um, the raw sebum pre, so it's, like, yeah. one scoop is, like, 160. Or oh, that's, like that's, 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 like, perfect. Yeah, that, and then, I like, probably wouldn't go more than 200. I started then, I like, when I was weeding off, like, the like pre-phase and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I just started doing, like, just purely, like, pump stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I want to get, but, you know, someday it's... Some days I'm working pretty late, and you so need the caffeine for sure. Yeah, and you know I'm working at the I'm working at the vitamin shop now, so it's like I'm surrounded by energy drinks and a fridge that's ten feet away from all me. sorts of. So it's like temptations, you know. <laughs> yeah, still still fighting that off, but it's definitely not nearly as bad. Like before, I was energy drink four hundred milligrams of caffeine. Sometimes sometimes scoop scoop and a half. Like like I was I was pushing like sometimes a thousand milligrams of caffeine. Like, way too much. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it was... And that can affect, like, weight loss then, too, at that mm-hmm. point. Mood, weight loss, well, anxiety, caffeine, stuff. Caffeine, like, um, I don't want to say it's an appetite, like, suppressant. It is. But it is. It is? Yeah, it okay. Is. I was going to say, I thought I heard that before, but I wasn't 100% sure. No, it is, yeah. Okay, because, like, because especially, you know, like, some of these kids out here taking, like, like, I feel like now, especially more than ever, it's a trend to see who can take the most caffeine and survive. Like, I've seen these things on TikTok where it's, like, Oh, I did three scoops of yeah, so like, and so pre workout, yeah. and now like dude's like shotgunning a bang with three yeah. scoops of pre in there. I saw that. Like that. That was, I, I I don't think I could ever even like touch that. That I, my heart would probably stop. But that's the crazy thing though too is like, I mean even really before, uh, I don't maybe not before TikTok like blew up, but I remember like when I was working at S two, you get the young kids that would come in and it's like, hey bro, like what are your goals? Like what are you trying to do? 
and they're like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get bigger, blah, 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 and like, kind of, you know, run them through what you would recommend. They're like, well, where's your pre-workout? And it's like, dude, that's the la- that should be the last of your worries with. Exactly. But they see all this stuff, like. I mean, it's got pretty colors on it. And, yeah. You know, that like. Tastes like candy. It tastes like, true, it tastes like candy. Now they got, you know, people's names on them and yeah, all sorts so of things. You, yeah, they see the, the, you know, the. They're definitely the, glamorous, for the sure. The influencers that they look up to are ripping, like, you know, two or three scoops of pre, and so they're like, you feel like they can run through a wall. And now they have these, like, they have these, like, these childhood memory flavors, you know, like, the ones came up with the Kool-Aid, uh, Sunny D, mm-hmm. stuff like that, like, I've, and, you know, some of these crazy names, like, oh, I imagine, I can imagine what it feel like off two scoops of Godzilla, like. Yeah. It's kind of like a collection, collection kind of thing, though, too, mm-hmm. so, but that makes, like, weren't you, do you still do that, um, Blender bottle, and the the crew labs or what was the other the one you used to kind oh of, kind I, of affiliate for a little I bit? don't really mess with <laughs> them anymore. Okay, yeah, they, no, uh, I'm just asking. Yeah, no, they um, just just some some of the things that they were doing. Like okay, I didn't really I couldn't really see myself like and I mean it really wasn't even anything serious. It was kind of just I just wanted a discount code. Yeah, for sure. Me and Chandler did that for one up for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, so stemming off of that, like what? Is that your next goal? Like, do you want your social media Loki is kind of popping sometimes? So I'm like, mm-hmm. do you want do you do you, do you want like to kind of blow up like that and become like kind of a influencers? Like, is that the goal, or is it more like you're gonna work your normal job and then if that happens and you're kind of like, Woo, I don't have a, a real job, you know? Yeah. Um, well, honestly, there was a point where. I had gotten like I had like twelve million views on one of my TikToks. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I had twelve million views. I had gained like a hundred k overnight almost. Holy shit! Um, nice. But on like TikTok? yeah, so I had like I had like a hundred and ten k or something. Not with that. But like I posted another video and then like that one and like seven other of my videos got taken down, so my account got banned. Huh? And I peeled it. I peeled it. I peeled it, and they were just like. Like we can't bring your account back. Like I was, I get hit all the time. What community guidelines. Minor safety, and I never understood that because I'm 18. You know, I'm not a minor. Yeah, you're not. So a minor. I never understood how that for just worked. lifting a lot of weight. It'd be, it'd be like me posing like with my shirt off or whatever. Like, and I just never understood. Like, and recently, like even on my account I have now, like this is my third account. Yeah. I'm constantly getting hit with these. These strikes. Community and just guidelines like, yeah. strikes. So exactly. That seems that seems to be a, a big issue though with a lot of guys too like I mean Sush Marco like mm-hmm. Jack Italian like he was so I remember you know listening to the Nakapod and he was talking about like when his account like his huge account mm-hmm. got banned how he was like like he's probably I'm screwed out. yeah my career is over like he's freaking out like calling sh- like the Charlie and all the guys that knock him like dude mm-hmm. you're gonna be fine like you're so popular yeah a lot it's just like I don't, I don't, it I mean, doesn't make any sense because you have young girls on there, like, you know, shaking ass, but then you have, like, something that's, like, truly building you as an individual and, like, inspiring mm-hmm. other young men. Yeah. And it's, like, and they're, like, nah, sorry. Yeah, exactly. But that seems to be happening with, like, a lot more, you know, we won't really get into that realm of stuff, but yeah. it just seems that, like, a, a lot of that type of stuff of, like, Look at these young men trying to level up, and they're like, you know, banning a lot of that. 
Well, because I mean, they're getting more. They the app gets more attention from not yeah. you know some nineteen year old kid posing in a mirror yeah. after like posting a one year transformation or something right. like that. They're getting more attention from from the other, from the other things, yeah. right? So it's, the thing is, it should be built on things like your TikTok. Mm-hmm. What that's actually something super positive and like all you know, there's tons of positivity on TikTok. I'm sure, and it probably oh, yeah, doesn't yeah. give ha- get half of the credit that it should deserve because people are more obsessed with the TikTok dance. Yeah. I I definitely there have been videos that like I will um I will like not post it on Instagram. I'll I'll post it to like where only I can see it. Yeah. I'll save it and I'll post it to Reels. Like I won't even mess with it cuz anything I post on there like doesn't get taken down because it doesn't deserve to. Right. But some of the things that I post on there will for whatever reason. Yeah. I wrapping it up real quick. Austin what I guess give us kind of an outline of your final kind of goals and aspirations and then drop some knowledge just to our listeners about and then maybe kids your age too because like like I said multiple times you're much more mature from what I've seen what I know being your friend and having you on here than than a lot of your demographics so it'd be good to maybe have someone at their level at their age talk to them about that so go ahead drop your knowledge yeah Um, well I mean looking at like where I want to go with all this like you know the goal is to go pro. Like that's that's where that that's where the money's made. That's as it, as it should. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the end goal. Yeah, that gift. That's the end goal. You know, it, is. it's <laughs> it's you know next next thing is fifteen hundred. One after that's two thousand. Then once we get there, it's like once we're done with pro meets, world meets. You know, it's it, it's it's a never ending thing. I think it's there's always another weight class you can win a, you can get a record in. Always always there's something else you can do right and. And I think now, like, people look at it like, oh, I did this, so I'm good. Well, there's all, there's another thing you can do, right? You can go up a weight class. You can you can drop a weight class. You can – there's always something else you can do. Yeah. Um, but And I think one of the big things now is, like, especially with social media, kids look at these influencers who are shredded year-round. Yeah. And they look at it like, oh, well, I need to cut. When, well, you're 16 years old, Jimmy. There's no reason for you to cut. For you. <laughs> right? Anything you eat is going to do nothing but benefit you. Right, unless you're like you know doing what I was doing, eating six thousand calories a day, straight McDonald's, like yeah. And also the dudes that are shredded year round, they have to be because that's what their career. Exactly. Like, like if they, you know, they lay an egg for a year, they could lose sponsor brands, which generates, you know, tens of thousand dollars of revenue for them each year and stuff like that. So, like that's that's where that was one thing that I struggled with. Mm-hmm. It's like I was literally tracking every single thing that I put in my body because I wanted to be shredded like all these guys. Yeah. And it got to a point where it's like unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So for like anyone out there, like just understand that the people that you look up to in the fitness industry like do that stuff for like an, an actual living. And if you want to try to pursue that, it's totally fine. Totally okay. And but I don't think like, people realize like like at 16, 17, 18 years old, you know, these guys are mid-20s, late-20s, like prime of their life exactly yeah. like there is no reason for you to think that you should be like them when they're 10 years older than you well that's I mean that's that's kind of what social media does exactly you know? and that's I feel like it, it gets everyone caught up in it nowadays yeah. I feel like it's portraying like you need to be somebody you're not and I feel like now especially more than ever the gym has gotten so popular which is good yeah but I feel like for the some of reasons, reasons yeah I feel like I feel like some people they start this they start their journey which is great don't get me wrong but it's not some. It's not for everybody in the term of like when they want to do like bodybuilding or they want to do powerlifting. Like they, 
they follow these guys who are winning IFBB Pro cards, yeah. and they're like, oh, well, I want to do that. But they don't realize what comes with that. Right. You know, like, for sure. bodybuilding preps, not for the week. Like, no. I'm, it, I've never gone through that, and honestly, I don't think I ever want to. I mean, you look at someone like Sebum, he's been doing that since, like, 16, and he talks yeah. about, like, I've lost friends, I've missed, you know, social events. Like, I, everything. Friday nights, you know, I'm in the gym or eating my meals and stuff like that. So it's not... Like like you said, it's not for the week. Like, so I thought about maybe trying to compete like mm-hmm. in a few years, but it's just like I'm so much of a like extroverted person and a socialite. It's like I feel like that would damage me more taking away my social life than than like for sure. And that than just chasing a chasing like the physique. And yeah, stuff like that. So and I think that's a that's a big thing. People don't realize like. It's it's mentally taxing, but it's it. I would say honestly, some of the things are more mentally taxing than physically. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, that's gotta be the hardest part. Is the mental, exactly is the mental part. Yeah, because a lot a lot of people are like super on edge. Like they're that's why they just kind of like to isolate themselves mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Like I know me personally, I much prefer to lift alone because I know some like a lot of people that like I I have lifted with just can't match intensity and I think intensity is a big part yeah. of especially for what you're doing exactly yeah. like like putting 450 pounds on your back or picking up 500 isn't isn't for everybody and it's like yeah. it's it's definitely it's definitely different than you know like going and doing 5 sets of 12 on bicep curls or um, just things like that uh, one last question what's your favorite song to lift to do you have like that go to like like for PRs yes yeah. EA by Young Nudie and Twins. <laughs> that is like a fire I gotta one. go to the gym and I just yeah. <laughs> that one and uh, I've liked Knock Knock by Nardo Wick. That's another good I've one. I've never heard that one. It's a good one. Okay. I'm it's a good one. You'll have to send it to us. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it's it's no, definitely but, up there. But for real, man, appreciate you having on. Super excited to see what you got oh, yeah. coming up in the future. Uh, we'll definitely stay in touch, maybe even get a lift or something like that. Oh, yeah. But if you want to go ahead and like plug your socials, where can they find you? Um, Drop um, them. On Instagram. Yeah, drop them on Instagram. Uh, ADAlex.kg. <laughs> um, my TikTok is 100kg prodigy. So, um, yeah. And then I'll, I'll, I'll kind of run this out. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Steady Talk, I'll say as we grow as a brand, we're constantly wanting to improve. That's why we're trying to improve for you guys. Um, if you if you like, we were actually opened up our first donation link. And anything donated to the podcast will go directly to building the podcast, getting good, getting even, you know, getting good guests, upgrading the facilities, getting new microphones, whatever, hopefully get it on video, get a website made, all that can help, you know, we can make that come true. We're actually working on a lot of that right now, but it can actually expedite the process. So anything you guys donate, if you decide to, thank you very much. And uh, we really appreciate you for listening. You can find the link on... um on the Steady Talk Instagram, so it's just Steady Talk Podcast. My personal Instagram, which is Connor Dean, uh, dot underscore, um, and then Chandler's as well. But yeah, um, you can find everything on there. And um, as always, we appreciate the listeners. Appreciate you having having you on, man. Oh yeah, and, it was lit. Um, and uh, as always, for those people out there, stay steady. Stay steady. steady. <laughs> Peace. This is.